0: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again.
1: You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, we're a quarter way through the NFL season. Some teams are doing well and some aren't. And it's not who you think. Helmets off is on. All right, welcome to the show, Scott Mitchell, your host here. Uh, Great show today. A lot of fun things to talk about. Some tough things to talk about, but uh, that's what we do here. So, uh, really appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we'll let me tell you what's going on. Uh, University of Utah had a tragic event with their football team. Aaron Lowe. uh, who is a recipient of the Ty Jordan Memorial Scholarship. Ty Jordan uh, tragically passed away last Christmas. And uh, Aaron who was friends with Ty, grew up in the same area in Dallas, uh, was wearing Ty's number, was uh, really uh, tragically uh, shot over the weekend on what seems to be a rather random act of violence there was no rhyme or reason for it it looks like and he was just probably in the wrong place at the wrong time but just you know the irony of that with everything that is you know has happened with ty jordan and and it's just just really really a sad thing so um you know this is hard for the university of utah football program how do you you know how do you deal with something like this and how do you how do you persevere through it? And uh, I kind of have some thoughts and observations, you know, and talking to some of the players and coaches and, and the whole situation. If there's, a, if there's a football program in the country that's capable and prepared to deal with it, uh, sadly, or I guess maybe resiliently, it's the University of Utah having gone through the Ty Jordan situation and, and he, he was just a it was an accident with a gun uh, over Christmas that, that uh, killed Ty and so the team had to deal with it and what you run into is you know you're really close and to lose someone you're really close to as a team member you guys you work out together you spend so much time together and practice uh, you I mean really these, these players these coaches spend most of their time together they're with each other almost all the time and you develop this friendship this sense of family and when someone you know gets injured hurt or struggles everyone kind of struggles with it but that's also the the good side of it in that, that there's um there's a, a tremendous support system you know they they kind of circle the wagons rally the wagons everyone Pulls together, and they are like, all right, you know, we we've been through this, and uh, they have an opportunity that if they're struggling with it, they're not alone, and there's so, there's someone to talk to, whether it's a teammate or or, or, or whatever. And, and having gone through this, the team kind of knows knows the drill, so to speak. I mean, I don't want to sound callous because I'm not. It's just it's just so so senseless, and I just I just don't get it. I don't get where we're so wrapped up in our society with this permanent solutions to temporary problems, and whether it's out of anger or just stupidity or whatever, uh, a lot of this stuff just doesn't need to happen and and this whole devaluing of a human life or not really comprehending i don't know how you don't not comprehending the value of of life and how precious it is and how easy it is to to take it away or to lose it so uh, you just you you hate to see that happen but this Utah football program really has a great sense of family coach Whittingham is really good about knowing who his players are and as people and knows their name and knows, knows their family and their families are Always welcome. They're they're a part of the process. They're part of the program. They're always invited in and around. And and uh, they 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 you know they recognize it at Utah the the importance of having that family unit. This this you know it's been a tough time with the COVID and with these deaths and with you know a lot of things going on. Uh, there've been been some tremendous challenges for for this team. But if anyone is equipped to handle it, it's them and and i think that was something that was brought to light that you know i, I hadn't realized because i think everyone thinks when you have an accident like this and tragedy you know how are these guys going to cope with this and how how are they going to handle it and they actually they actually handle it great i mean they they know how to handle it it's not a great thing to handle but they they have such a great support system and and supporting one another and that they they're able to do it and it's impressive uh One of the things that I really appreciated about Ty Jordan and how they decided to honor him and what he wanted and what his family wanted is they didn't want people sitting around feeling sorry for themselves. And so at the end of the third quarter of each home game, they ask all of the fans in the stands, instead of having a moment of silence, they have a moment of celebration celebrating life and celebrating Ty and who he was and that he would want people to to go forward and to move forward and to appreciate life and appreciate the opportunities that they have and so they ask everyone to stand up and celebrate that and celebrate life and celebrate the good that can come out of these tragedies and and that um we'll all continue to fight for life and for how precious it is and how much it means and I, I love how they really just flipped the script on this and just turned this into such a positive thing and and I think it's also a healthy thing. I think a lot of people really appreciate kind of that mindset of you know uh, how can we make this something that uh, maybe maybe moves us a little bit more uh, than normally would happen so You really appreciate what's happened there at the University of Utah. All right, we're gonna take a break. We come back. Two fun segments here left. Uh, We're gonna talk about who is the surprise in the NFL after a month. uh, Who's doing well, and who is the surprise that they're stinking it up? Uh
1: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. All
0: right, folks, welcome back to Helmets Off. Of course, one of my passions in life is the NFL. We're a month into the season, and we've got what I always love about the NFL and really football in general, is it's the best reality TV, I think, is that's out there. It's real drama. Uh, of course, it's it's not life or death. It doesn't matter, but it's fun to tune in and watch, and it's fun to watch because it's not predetermined. Like you just don't know who's going to win. You don't know who's going to be good, and that's why you show up and play the games, and you find out uh, on on the game day, you know who's who's the pretenders and who are the contenders, and that's that's what te- that's what tells you what it is, and 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 I love that, and and I love. I love the surprises that come out of every year. And there's always th- these surprise teams, and these teams you just never, you never think are gonna, gonna get it together, and they somehow do. Okay. So here are some of the teams I think are doing very well, and I think it's really surprising. I don't I don't want to say really surprising, but man, they're they're pretty good teams. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with uh what's really if you go in the afc there's four divisions right and two of them have teams that are playing really well and two of them have teams that are playing really bad and the nfc is kind of the same thing uh you know it's 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 actually a little bit spread out in a in a different way but uh well, no, it's, it's the same thing. So, for example, you have the AFC East. There's one team uh, that's doing well, and that's the Buffalo Bills. And they lost the first game of the year. Now, uh, I, I have some things to say later on about teams. The Bills were expected to do great. So they kind of don't really count. It's not like no one should be surprised by this or shocked by this, but Buffalo is a pretty darn good football team. And they, they could be the team to represent uh, the AFC in the Super Bowl, if you want to ask Mike. But then you have the – so the AFC East stinks, right? Miami's bad. New England's bad. The Jets, terrible. And then the AFC North, which is Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, uh, all those teams are doing well except for Pittsburgh. And then the South, AFC South, you've got one team that has a winning record of the four. But then the AFC West, man, there's a lot of good-looking teams in the AFC West. And then there's the Kansas City Chiefs, which is kind of wild. So I'll tell you a team that's really surprised me. Probably the number one surprise team for me is the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos just have not seemed to find a way to get out of their own way for years and it's like I, you know and the thing is it's almost like John Elway where John Elway's this guy who is like um, you know went to all these Super Bowls and could just never win them as a player and it's kind of like that as a GM he's kind of kind of going through his Super Bowls as a GM and not winning them and then finally he might have found a guy Teddy Bridgewater's playing about as good as anybody in the NFL quarterback uh so so you've got uh, some some amazing uh, play by the Denver Broncos and, and they got a great defense and they they could be a really, really good, uh, a really good uh, team. Right? Uh, then you have and, and, and so they're a surprise. The Raiders are a surprise to me. So the whole the whole AFC West is a surprise to me. Uh, the Raiders have found ways to win close games and a year ago they didn't do that. And you've got a coach, you've got a quarterback, you have a whole team that's really maturing before your eyes. Very impressive. I really, really liking uh, liking the Raiders. Now, remember, we're only a month into the season. This can all switch and change. But trending right now, the Raiders, big time. Broncos, big time. And even the, the Chargers, who went into Kansas City. That uh, Justin Herbert. Again, remember, a year ago, Justin Herbert was a rookie. Did a nice job of. You know, being a rookie, did a great job of being a rookie, but he couldn't win games. And now all of a sudden he's learning how to how to win uh, in the NFL. So fascinating how the AFC, you know, has all these teams that are kind of trying to figure it out. Uh, and, and then there are just teams that are bad. I'll tell you another team I really like and I've been impressed with is the Cleveland Browns. I would not be surprised if the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills at the end of the year are the two teams fighting it out. Maybe the Broncos. Uh, you know, I don't know. Because uh, we're going to talk about the, chart, the Chiefs in the next segment. But but certainly, uh, certainly the Cleveland Browns have a really, really good defense. And Baker Mayfield, starting to be a number one pick in the draft. He He's, he's a guy that actually just might just might uh, end up being pretty darn good quarterback in the nfl but the team in the in the nfc that i really like that that's really surprised me are the dallas cowboys they couldn't get out of their own way played terrible defense a year ago uh awful defense they got uh Micah parsons they've re- they've got some new guys uh really good secondary and they're so much better up front than they were but Dak Prescott is Dak Prescott's just really impressed me with his tenacity coming back from this injury. He's been playing exceptional uh, this year, and then the whole rest of the NFC East is just garbage. You know, it's just garbage, and and that was kind of what it was a year ago, and and I just don't see a lot of it a lot of it changing. I think I think if you saw the Packers like in. In week one, you'd go, yep, Aaron Rodgers, too much offseason. But, man, Aaron Rodgers is looking, watch out for the Green Bay Packers, is all I have to say. And then the whole rest of the NFC North, the Bears, the Vikings, the Lions, oh, my, terrible, awful. Get rid of them. How about the Carolina Panthers? That's the team right there that surprises the heck out of them. No question about it. This team is like, and you got Sam Darnold, who was cast off, for Zach Wilson, and now I guarantee you, everybody in New York wants Sam Darnold back. They're three and zero. They're 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 playing really good. They're playing to uh, Sam Darnold's strength. Uh, exceptional. You know, they're 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 just doing really well, and and that that is absolutely a surprise to me. But the team you got to watch, and and I and I said this before the season started, is the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford is playing like a guy who might be able to win it all. And I picked them to win it all. And it's, it's been, you know, sometimes you, you see a team and you go, boy, this is really good, man. Matthew Stafford's made a huge difference in Los Angeles, a breath of fresh air for him. I'm sure just, you know, changed everything. Uh, but the Rams are are getting it done. And so are the Arizona Cardinals. It it really, Of those two teams, I think the Arizona Cardinals are a bigger surprise. I haven't totally been sold on, um, um, Kyler Murray as a quarterback, but he, they are three, 0 they're, they are, and they're scoring a lot of points. So, uh, they're bringing, uh, fun to watch. This is fun to see kind of how this goes the rest of the season and, uh, Uh, I'm going to take a break and come back, and I'm going to tell you who just shocked the heck out of me what the heck is going on with these NFL teams. Hi, folks. Welcome back. It is Helmets Off. I'm Scott Mitchell, your host, and it is the final segment of the day. Of course, we've got uh, the teams in the NFL that are just, like, I don't know. I really had hope for this one team. I really did. I said so much. I keep having hope. I keep thinking this is going to be the year. New coach, new quarterback, new new everything. This is finally going to be the year. And it's those dang Detroit Lions and they're 0-3. And what makes it worse is kind of having an NFL record-breaking field goal of 66 yards Doinking off the crossbar and then going through. If that does not epitomize the Detroit Lions, I don't know what does. And I just, I feel so bad. I really do. And I really, really thought, oh man, I thought, okay, this is this, this Dan Campbell. He's going to turn it around and, and uh, you know, and he's, he's a good lunch pail guy for Detroit and funny guy and, and uh, you know, engaging and all that stuff. But he ain't playing on the field, and, and this team is 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 just trying to find a way uh, to get it done. And, you know, they're, they're giving up a lot of points, and they're not scoring a lot of points. Uh, so it's, it's really kind of tough to watch uh, a team like this that I thought would be a lot better. And speaking of a team I thought would be better, I, the Chicago Bears. Like, I don't know if it was like an anomaly when Matt Nagy got there and they you know, it looked like they were going to go – all the way to the Super Bowl, and and uh, Khalil Mack was just phenomenal. That defense was amazing, and and they just they're anemic offensively. They're they're pretty pretty good defensively. They're they're actually really good defensively, but um, just thought I'd see more. And and that darn quarterback position is just so hard. Has been hard for the Bears forever. They can they can always find a middle linebacker, but for the life of them, they cannot find a quarterback. I know Andy Dalton's not the answer, and clearly Justin Fields is not ready, and Nick Foles is a, a guy that you know you can get about four or five games out of, and preferably at the end of the year. Uh, so they're they're in a tough spot. Massively disappointing to me um, are 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 the, uh, the the Bears. But I'll tell you who. What about Seattle, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I just expected Seattle to be a whole lot better, but they're not. But here, here's my real surprises. What the heck, Kansas City Chiefs? I can't believe I, – I, seriously, I don't get it. Uh, like, you're, you're a team that has the best quarterback, best player in the NFL. All right? The best. And you have uh, – you've gotten better as a team. Like, you weren't worse a year ago. So you would think that this team is, should be on the right. And, and I get it. You lose a Super Bowl, massive hangover. And, and it'll be a fun thing. I think if there's a storyline to watch, is there, a, is there a Super Bowl hangover for the Kansas City Chiefs? Because, man, they, they are just, woo, they are, uh, I don't get it. I really don't. They should be undefeated. At end of discussion, I mean, you don't lose to the Chargers at home. You just don't. There's a, I know it's a big win for the Chargers. Good for them. Again, it's what I said in the beginning of all this. It's fascinating because you really get to know who are the contenders and who are the pretenders, and they do it on the field. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Poor Indianapolis Colts and poor Carson Wentz. And this is a team that's just hardly scoring any points right now. Uh, they are a team I thought would be a lot better. They're really struggling right now. Massive, massively disappointing at zero and three. Zero and three. Just so you know, is almost a virtual impossibility of making the playoffs. Uh, since like I don't know, they went to a sixteen game schedule. <laughs> there were like there have been four teams in like almost forty years that have have done this since since going on through. It's almost it's almost a guarantee that you will not make the playoffs. So you got the Detroit Lions at zero and three. You have. The, um, the New York Giants at 0-3. Uh, you have the Indianapolis Colts. And the Jag- everyone knows the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to go 0-3. And, of course, the Jets. And, and all these teams really are fighting for now is who's going to get the number one pick uh, next year. And so it's, it's going to – and you watch. You'll have one of these teams that someone will just show up at the end of the year and start playing good football. And it might be Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. Who knows? massively massively disappointing. And I'm going to give you another team I think is disappointing is Tampa Bay and for the same reason Kansas City. I mean Tampa Bay should not lose. Not right now, not not at the beginning of the season. Maybe they maybe they lose, you know, I don't know, uh in four four or five weeks from now, but they should not lose at home with with a team flying all the way across the country. Actually, it just it just shouldn't happen. It just should not happen for the Bucks. That team, that team should be ten and zero, ten and one, uh, you know. I, and I know they. I, I guess the game was out in in L.A. So and it's hard. I, that is a hard thing to do. But but uh, I'm just telling you, this this should not should not be a team that loses. They they are good, and they got better. And Tom Brady has not fallen off at all. So so I you know. I'm going to, I'm disappointed in the, in the, in the Buccaneers. I really am. I'm, I'm, I just, I think they should be better than, than where they are. Uh, But the other one is the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a weird team because everyone's like, when the Steelers were winning, it's like, oh, they're soft. And now they're kind of losing. And it's just, uh, and, and the crazy part is they're losing at home. And, you know, you just, you just, just don't lose at home, especially if you're at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, folks, uh, again, best reality TV in America is the NFL. Tune in every week because this will change. I mean, another month. We we can have this discussion again, and and it'll be shocking to see how much it's changed or or how much it has actually stayed the same. Well, folks, uh, Helmets Off is now off. Thank you for tuning in. Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off Show. Love to hear your comments, thoughts, and feelings. And until then, we'll see you. Then.
1: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. <laughs>